Hey guys, um, Chris here. I don't know why I have to even say that. Um, <laughs> anyways, I am also recording this um, to put on my podcast because I'm going to try to keep the video short, um, but I might continue talking. And so um, if you want to listen to this whole message, um, you can go to my podcast, Coffee with Chris. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, which is recording now, you're already here. So we're doing good, guys. <laughs> Um, I wanted to come on here and talk about what's happening in the world and um, getting a lot of DMs about the information that I'm putting out. Um, I'm getting a lot of uh, like thank yous and a lot of um, appreciation um, by kind of standing on a side that no one's really talking about. Um, And why I think it's important, kind of what I'm seeing online. And I guess this is my plea to some of you uh, to stop doing what you're doing and to maybe look at the whole picture. Um, I am really kind of disgusted with what I am seeing happen on social media. Um, I believe social media has provided so many of us with a way of making money, a way of connecting with others that we would have never been able to connect with before. I think social media has provided this world with a lot of great things. but if I'm being honest, it honestly feels kind of a little uh, culty, kind of like a cult. And um, you can really weed out uh, some people right now. And I did. I had to weed out a lot of the people that I followed. Now, I'm going to be very clear about cancel culture and how I don't agree with it. Because somebody doesn't agree with you, that doesn't mean you need to unfollow them. Uh, the people that I'm unfollowing are the trolls, the rude people that think that just because you don't think exactly like them, they're going to call you rude names and be just downright savages. I am also unfollowing those that are sheep and are they're following mainstream trends. I think it's it's sickening. I think it's even worse. I'm seeing all over that silence equals racism or silence equals just whatever. And I don't agree with that. I believe that if you have no idea about what you're standing behind, you haven't done your own research to formulate your own thoughts. And research doesn't mean looking at everybody's stories on Instagram and memes and headlines, right? Uh, I think people are confused about what research actually means. It doesn't mean going and finding something that validates your own bias. It means looking at all of the facts, the whole picture, and then formulating your own thought. And so many hopped on this black square bandwagon and didn't even think or take one minute to formulate their own thought and convictions. And you can tell who they are because they're really wish-washy with how they feel right now, or they're just doing what everyone else is doing. And to me, I'd rather, if I have a movement, I'd rather somebody stand behind me because they firmly believe in what I believe in than having this fake following. Um, It seems odd to me that so many people online are now um, these little social justice warriors that are calling people out in a very rude way. They're uh, demeaning companies and trying to um, take livelihoods away from people who don't believe the way that they believe. Uh, Death threats. They are blasting companies out there um, that have done more and will accomplish more in actually helping the lives of others than you ever will. And by you, I mean these little social justice warriors that you see that are blasting these companies that have not done anything for their communities. And yet they somehow now think that they are the police of the internet and need to bully and shame others into thinking or doing a certain thing. And I call BS on that. I don't stand for that. Um, 
And I think it's so sad that my, my inbox is filled with DMs of people who feel like they can't voice their opinions because they're going to get shamed and basically just, basically just fed to the wolves. It's sickening. And I, um, encourage those of you who see this to call it out and to stop it. Um, we need people who are willing to speak up for what's right, not for what's trendy, not for what is going on, but for, for what is right. And I think it's so sad that people are so willing to get their information from mainstream media and from their favorite, you know, Hollywood influencers or even their favorite, you know, Instagram influencers. And they're not willing to actually go out on their own and validate their own thoughts. Um, We live in a fellowship and a um, community, a very um, sheep behavior. We're just herded into whatever we're herded into and nobody's allowed to ask questions. Um, Nobody's allowed to question the status quo. Nobody's allowed to independently think. Otherwise they are name every name in the book, right? I believe that if you own a company, you have the right as a free American citizen to hire who you want based on one thing only. And if they don't base their hiring on who is the most qualified, which is what I think companies, if I owned a business, I'm going to hire who is most qualified. And if business owners are forced to hire those that aren't as qualified, regardless, I don't know why that is so difficult for people to accept. Um, I think a business can choose how they handle their, their social platforms. And if you're so butthurt about what a company does, why not, instead of shaming them and try to get all your friends to shame them, why don't you start your own business that you can run how you see fit? Why not, instead of spending all of your time researching companies who didn't act the way you think that they should act, why don't you start a company and why don't you raise money for the social injustice movements that you want to support? Why don't you get off your ass and away from your computer and go support charities that you believe in? We get this twisted, like, twisted thought process of, of what action actually is. And so many of us are so used to all action being online that our action must mean we need to shame and bully other people into thinking the way that we think. And that is creating change. It's not creating change. It's creating division. And if you don't see that, you are part of the problem. If you think that bullying and shaming someone into acting or doing a certain thing based on how you think, you are part of the problem. I, I believe that we live in a culture that is very anti-bully, right? Uh, we have seen it from, you know, women's rights movements and um, the gay community and the race communities. Uh, basically, every community in the world is trying to fight for their right to be who they are without some sort of oppression. And yet we have those same groups oppressing every single person and bullying every single person that doesn't believe exactly what they believe or that doesn't post a black square or that doesn't act in the way that they believe should be done. I mean, it is the biggest hypocritical movement I have ever seen. And it's sickening. We're allowed to have different opinions. We're allowed to believe different things. We are allowed to be ourselves 
and disagree with one another and respect one another and us respecting each other doesn't take away from our own opinions. I can respect you even though I disagree with you. And that doesn't mean that my opinion is any less mine. And I would submit, in fact, that if we did all think alike and do the exact same things and not have differences, what kind of world would that be? We are America. We are a land of opportunity, a land of all races. We are a land of all ethnicities. And we all have different backgrounds and upbringings and stories and experiences that we can share with one another. But to try to force everyone in this one little box to think this one certain way is wrong. And if you're in that little bully group and you're bullying other people and you're calling out other people because they didn't post a box or they aren't posting all these stories about Black Lives Matter, that somehow they are a lesser human and they should be shamed, shame on you. You are part of the problem. And it's it's crazy to me that that this even has to be said It's crazy to me that people feel like they can't speak their mind anymore. Um, It's just so crazy to me that we live in this culture that shames human beings for being different, yet celebrates diversity. It's so ironic to me. And I just want to... You can't change each other's minds, right? We, I can't change your mind. You can't change my mind. But what we can do is learn to listen to each other, learn that being offended is okay. That doesn't mean that you can go out and call people names or make fun of them for how they look. That's not what I'm talking about being offended because that does make you a jerk. But I'm talking about when someone says something that offends you that isn't directly a dig at you and you're just maybe offended by how they said it or why they said it or that it maybe hits a little, you know, sting a little more of a sensitive part of you, we don't need to then start a movement so that we can now put people into this mold in this box of how we see fit. I've seen this thing going around that talks about, and it's a, I'll quote it. It says defunding the police sounds radical until you realize that schools have been defunded for years. Okay. I hear you. What you're saying is that you think that education and schools should be funded more and that they're in such a disarray because of lack of funding. I hear you. I hear that. And I agree with that. What doesn't make sense about your cute little statement there is that because your schools are in a disarray, because your schools are underfunded, that means we must defund and and, and, um, take the money away from the cops, too. Because, yeah, clearly that's the solution to fix things. If we actually look at the amount of money these liberal elite leaders put into things, these societies and these foundations that actually back these movements that pay protesters, that pay for pallets of bricks being moved into cities, that put all this money towards causing violence and division. What if we actually put that money towards your schools and your police? We don't need to take money away from the police to give to the schools. And if you think that way, you are the problem because you're not seeing the bigger picture. We are so blinded by our emotions and our feelings that we literally are missing what's right in front of our eyes. We have huge white elite leaders, and I say white because they fund these Black Lives Movements Matter, and they use these movements and people's feelings in order to gain politically. 
It should piss you off that these white elite leaders are bringing in groups to make your peaceful protests look violent and to incite more violence and to burn black people's businesses down and to kill more black citizens, upstanding citizens. It should make you angry that you are being played and you have people on the internet now who are just trying to be liked and to trying to gain popularity and trying not to look bad, just supporting the hell out of it when they don't actually know what they're supporting. It's not hard to find out who funds these movements and how these movements are being used for political gain because it's happened in other countries. There is living proof of it. Look at what George Soros has done in Ukraine and Russia. But you won't because it may be an hour long YouTube video that you just don't have the time to watch. So instead, you're just going to continue being blind. You're going to continue believing what you believe. You're going to continue thinking that all of these solutions come from your left democratic liberal leaders. You're going to be in the dark. I hope that we can come together as Americans, that we can come together as a people and understand that our livelihoods are being used. We are being pawns in a much bigger game. And so many people want to call these things conspiracy. And I would submit to you that just a few months ago, I was talking about how COVID, if you look at the statistics and the numbers, it just doesn't make sense, right? And I was kind of calling a big bluff. And so many of you are like, well, oh my gosh, you are being so incentive. People have died. Yes, they have died. But guess what your democratic leaders like in New York did? They brought COVID positive patients into nursing homes where you have the immune compromise, the elderly who are more susceptible to getting sick. You bring COVID positive people into those places. A Democratic leader did that. Why? And the whole point of me saying any of this is we need to be asking why. Why did COVID happen right after the Russian hoax scandal of impeachment failing? And now after COVID kind of started letting up, now we have this big race war. Do you think 2020 is just a shit show for no reason? Do you really believe in that many coincidences? Do you really believe that now the World Health Organization is coming out and being like retracting all of these statements that they made saying, well, we shut down your business. We ruined your livelihood. We took away the ability for you to provide for your family. We kept you away from your friends and family, shut all businesses down, except for the big, big ones that Amazon, Walmart, all them. But your tiny business, nope, they got to shut down too dangerous. Because guess what? Even if you don't show symptoms, you could get other people sick. So you have to quarantine for 14 days, blah, 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 blah. Right now they're saying, well, actually it... I don't think we were right. Um, it shows that asymptomatic people uh, really can't spread it. So sorry, guys. But yet we're still seeing news articles of how to open up your businesses when you're able to open up. But you have the same people also saying, hey, guys, go protest in the streets. No biggie. You're totally safe doing that. The media is being controlled by people who have agendas, and it's not hard to see. I think it's shameful and terrible that we live in a society that you can't speak out in any sort of political way. Um, and it might jeopardize your ability to, um, 
sign on as like an ambassador or a person with a company. Um, I think it's sad that all these influencers are so just willing to follow the herd because they don't want to lose their sponsorships. They don't want to lose this. They don't want to lose that. Um, they're willing, they're unwilling to speak up for something that they believe in because they're afraid that it might somehow jeopardize their position um, and their, their abilities in the future. I think that's sad. I think that's part of the problem is we're all just trained to say the right things and do the right things. And it's just sad. As a company, I would want to hire someone who stands by their convictions and their values. As long as they're a good human being, they could be different and say different things. But it shouldn't jeopardize your position in 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 the way that things are. It's just so sad that it's like we are kind of all being puppets and we don't even realize it. And not only are we being puppets, but we're being very malicious towards one another and I just wish people took accountability for their actions because literally that is what you can change. That is how you can inspire change. That is how you can create change is through your actions, but your actions should not involve shaming other people when they're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, if you see someone beating a kid in the street, yeah, I'll be the first to whoop that person's ass. Like, come on, there is right and there's wrong. But when you have opinions on a matter, or you don't post something the way that you think you should, or you don't say the exact right words, or you don't post the exact right things. We live in a savage culture. And I think we're missing the point. I think we are missing the point. Um, I hope that even those of you that listen to me and you enjoy what I say and the things I have to post and you message me saying, yeah, I believe this, I believe this too. You know, I, I hope you're doing your own research too. I hope that you're looking into all sides of things. I hope you're not just taking my word for it or, um, you know, reposting something without, and I've all, guys, I've done it before. I have a story to tell you seven years ago. I ish. I'm bad with numbers. It is a while ago. Um, I saw this little story on Facebook. It was a headline. It was an article. And it said that Chick-fil-A was opening on Sundays and I didn't even read the article. I just got so excited. My emotions kicked in. I reposted it and then immediately told all my friends and coworkers that Chick-fil-A is now opening on Sunday. And my girlfriend, the next Monday we come into work and she's like, dude, I went to Chick-fil-A and they're totally not open on Sundays. And I was like, yeah, huh? So I went back and I actually read the article, which it literally didn't say anything about Chick-fil-A. It was literally it was just a fake headline. And I felt so stupid because I did not read it. I didn't, I didn't read the article. I just reposted it. So how many of you, both on the left and the right, both conservative and Republican, both Trump haters or Trump lovers, how many of you have literally done that where you don't even read something, you see an article and you repost it? I see it all the time because what I'm seeing is people reposting things from like eight years ago that are somehow popping back up because it's uh, the media is just insane right now. Right. We're seeing photos from different different countries being used to show things. You know, you have a hospital in Italy, a photo was taken and now all of a sudden that's a hospital in New York. Like you're seeing a lot of fake news right now. And so many of us aren't willing to do the freaking work. We're so lazy that we're just like, no, repost, repost. This totally fits my agenda. See, told you. You don't even read the damn article. I would submit to you that mine was a little more innocent, but it taught me a very important lesson. Very important. And I have to, I have, I have to watch myself. There are some times that I get so heated and so emotional that I see something and I immediately try to repost it and say something about it. And every single time I stop myself, we have to learn how to have emotional reaction and then stop and actually think about why we're 
emotionally reacting and what is actually the right and the wrong in the situation. Cause our emotions can lead us astray. We all have that time where we texted an ex when maybe we shouldn't because we were feeling X, Y, or Z. We've all had that time where we maybe sent someone a really mean message because we were emotional and we regretted it later. Our emotions are important because it, it teaches us things. It makes us who we are. It makes us human for crying out loud, but we have to learn how to take a minute, take a breath, and understand our emotions, where they come from, and then how to proceed forward in a responsible, respectful, diligent matter. We have to learn that. And it is such a society of instant gratification that we don't do that anymore. We, we totally emotionally react and it's not helping anyone. And I submit no matter who you are and what side you're on, if you're going to repost something, you better do your research. If it says something about Trump, why didn't you actually look it up? Because I'll tell you right now, if you, I don't care if you're a Trump lover or a Trump hater, there is a lot of shit being said about Trump that's simply not true. You can actually look it up or you see something very twisting. For example, uh, CSNBC or one of these liberal uh, media people just posted a tweet yesterday and it said something about due to Trump's executive order about the meatpacking plants, there have been so many deaths. 74 people have died due to Trump, Right. They're putting Trump in such a bad manner. Simply, he signed an executive order keeping our meat packing processing plants open, which, hello, we need to eat. There has been a meat shortage in almost all the grocery stores. I applaud President Trump for putting this into place. And guess what? She posted this tweet yesterday, and it was just a few days before that, that the WHO said that the whole uh, coronavirus thing is really not as serious as we thought. So why is she blaming Trump for 74 deaths when in actual reality, 84 people were shot and died and killed, maybe not shot, but killed in Chicago over the last weekend during the riots, during the riot weekend, 84 people in one weekend. And she's talking about a long period of time where 74 people have died and it's Trump's fault. And Trump, people who don't like Trump or people who are a little negatively uh, viewing Trump are going to see this article. They're going to repost it. See, Trump's a freaking a-hole. He's a killer, CCC. But they're going to see the same news about what happened in the riots. But the media isn't portraying it that way. The media is manipulating all of us. And we need to take our emotions of whether we like Trump or whether we don't and look at the facts. We need to take the emotions, whether we have been voting liberal all our lives or democratic or same, same, or Republican and conservative. We need to learn how to discern facts from feelings and then act accordingly. I am sickened by some of the things that I am seeing in this world that the media is not covering and how the media is portraying things. And again, they're playing on the fact that Trump is such a polarizing president. People either love him or they fucking hate him. And they're playing on the, the side of hate and making it even worse and trying to blame all these things on him when in fact it's your democratic governors that are causing chaos and not doing a damn thing. It's the democratic governors like in California and New York that have keep the poor oppressed and poor and yet come out and say, let me help you. I'm, I'm here to help you. The Republicans and the Democrats don't care about you. Who have you voted for and have they helped the situation at all? There are literal facts that you can look up of what President Trump has done for the black communities. Tenfold times more than Obama ever did. And again, it's so hard for people to disassociate themselves with, okay, well, Obama's black, so clearly he must have done better for the black community and we need a black leader. So I'm going to ignore everything that Trump has done. 
It's sad that we take our race and our political feelings and emotions more into play and more serious than we actually take facts and what has actually been done. And I just urge and I pray that people can disassociate themselves with their, with their, you know, agendas and with their um, red and their blue and their Democrat and their Republican and their Trump versus non-Trump, Black Lives Matter versus not like cops. It's just, if we can just sit back for a moment, take a deep breath and see what is, what's happening from mainstream media. And you can, guys, you can research it. We, Hillary Clinton has to uh, testify in court about emails that have to do with children trafficking. Are you kidding me? And it's not in the news. You have to dig for it. Are you kidding me? Obama is involved as well. That somehow everyone's linked to Epstein and Acosta. And it's all this group of people that say that they care about the world and want to be leaders of this world. And yet they're involved with child trafficking unbelievable that this is getting no news coverage. You want to know who controls the news? Look at what's not being said. That's who controls the news. So many things are being swept under the rug about Joe Biden right now too. It's sickening. And if you research it, if you look for it, you can find it, but it's not being shown. It's being hidden. What Biden said a few, a few what weeks ago about if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Are you, the fact that the media just let that go the fact that nothing was done or said, if Trump said something like that, oh my gosh, we'd still be hearing about it. It'd still be in the news. It, he would be roasted. But because Biden said it, it's okay because who controls the media, the liberal elites, and they are pushing an agenda. It is okay to do some digging into research into people that you think are trying to help to see if they are truly trying to help and what they've done. Look at the law that Biden helped co-write in 1994 with the Clintons. It, 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 it's so crazy to me that people can't see this and they're not, you don't need to see this to so, somehow formulate an opinion. Just ask why, why isn't the media showing about Hillary Clinton? Why is that? That is a huge deal. Why, why does no one know about it? No one literally knows about it. Why did the day that she had her hearing, why did that fall out on blackout Tuesday? Why was the whole internet somehow blacked out the day that this happened? Why did the coronavirus come this year? And then immediately after an impeachment fail, why has, uh, Fauci and the who gone, you know, now they're taking back their words. They're backpedaling. Why can we go protest in the streets in the amounts of hundreds and thousands, but you can't open your business? Why are there still lockdown things in place? Colorado is just now kind of waking up. Our, our gyms aren't even open. They're starting to open next week, but there's still huge restrictions. 50 people only. But yet you can have 5,000 people at a protest. I'm not saying you can't protest. That's where these words get twisted. I'm saying, go ahead. Practice your freedom of speech and practice, you know, your right to protest. Hell yeah, I'm for it. But don't tell me I can't open up a gym that can hold 500 people and that's somehow dangerous. No, that's not right. We need to be asking why. Why was there thousands of people at George Floyd's funeral and now there's been more funerals held in other states with masses amount of people yet Two weeks ago, if someone you love died, you couldn't go to their funeral. You couldn't hold them a funeral. You couldn't hold them a burial, a memorial. And they most likely died on their bed by themselves because you couldn't go visit them in the hospital because it was too dangerous. Why? We simply need to be asking why. Why does Soros have anything to do with what's happening? And he did it before in Russia and Ukraine. Why are we not looking into that? 
We need to stop being such a lazy culture. Don't take my word for it. Don't take your favorite inspo word for it. Don't take anyone's word for it. You literally can find this information out on your own. And, and an argument that I seem to get a lot from the left group is it, it, it's feelings-based. They can't give me facts. They can't give me this. They can't give me that. It's really feelings-based. And I uh, acknowledge your feelings. I understand your feelings and I respect your feelings, but movements and big situations like this, we need to look past feelings, guys. We just have to. Because feelings can be manipulated. Have you ever looked up narcissism, like a true narcissistic person? I was with one for five years and it is the scariest thing in the world because they are so good. I mean, there's people out there, literally their biggest talent is manipulation. It's fucking scary. I was in it. And if you're not in it, you don't understand it. And guess what? That's what's happening right now. Our entire world is being manipulated by power hungry people. And some of us aren't even aware. And once we become aware, we are going to feel used. We are going to feel out, out, outraged at how this can even happen. And so many people want to live in their little special bubble, anything toxic or negative. You know, I just, I'm not going to pay attention to that. I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to look into that. And I was one of those for a while. I had everything negative and toxic I had to get out of my life. But guess what? Our future literally actually depends on our choices right now. We can either join the masses and join the movements and just be the puppets, or we can actually be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We have things to fix in this country. We really do. But we can't do it if we are this divided. We can't do it if we are being played. We need to fix the initial problem at hand, which is this big problem of our democratic and liberal extreme leaders who want like a one world order and one power. We need to stand up against that. We need to vote the right people in office, even though the media is making them seem like bad people. We need to become smarter than that. We need to become better than that. We need to do our own research and look at what is happening in our world. And then we can get our America back, get our freedoms back, give our civil rights back and come together as a nation and actually be able to have a conversation of, okay, how do we fix this? How do we move forward? But I don't think we can move forward since we're freaking sitting in the streets fighting one another. I could literally talk about this for hours. This is like the fourth podcast I've tried to record on all of this. And I end up going very long because I'm so passionate about being an American and a proud American. And I'm so anti-bully of this supposedly anti-bully culture. And I'm sick of it. And I know so many of you are sick of it too. I think we need to unite. We need to understand that we're on the same team. The bully shaming needs to stop. And if you see it, you should call it out. Once you understand your convictions and are true in your heart and who you are, words don't, I don't, I don't care if someone wants to call me privileged or racist or micro racist or micro aggressive or what all these fun new little words that are coming out. Um, I don't care. And it's simply because I know where my heart lies. I love our black community and I love our cop community. And I'm not going to choose because I choose good. I choose humanity. I choose Americans. I am proud of this country. I am lucky to live in this country. We all are the same freedoms that give you the right to burn that flag in the street. It's ironic because you're literally burning the opportunity that gives you to even burn that flag in the first place. Do that in another country. Oh man, sorry. You you get executed. We take our, our freedoms for granted in this country and it's sickening. Every four years when there's election, there's big movements like this. And we have to think, is this a coincidence? Is it really a coincidence when it happens every single time? Do you really want your movement being led by elite white leaders who really don't give a shit about you? Do you really want that movement to? No, it's it's sad. It's it's honestly sad that a whole group of people is being used for political gain. That's not okay, and it shouldn't be okay with any American 
citizen out there shouldn't be okay. This country was was based on a great foundation and it's cracking. And instead of us all coming together, we're making the cracks worse. We're further dividing it. And it's so sad because what what happened with Drew Brees? Are you kidding me? All he said was that he doesn't stand for the disrespect of the American flag. He doesn't stand for the burning of the flag. And yet he was bullied and shamed into apologizing. Are you fucking kidding me? He should have never apologized. The white people you see on the internet bowing and washing the feet and being all weird, apologizing for being white. Are you fucking kidding me? We are Americans. All different races, all different colors, all different ethnicities, all different backgrounds, all different experiences. And that's what makes us America. And we need to stop trying to make everyone one. We're never going to be one. We should be one nation under God, liberty and justice for all. Not one group, not one group more than the other for all. And we can't get there if we're doing these things and shaming people into thinking that your little girl who is four years old holding a privilege sign that she's privileged. Oh my gosh. What I'm seeing in this world is insanity. And guess what? It's because we're seeing this. It's because what is being shown and what is being censored. We are being shown that we should be apologetic and guilty for being white. That's all. It's all over the news, right? It's all over in, in social media. But if you have someone saying, I'm proud to be American, they're put on blast. What is wrong with being proud to be an American? Someone please tell me what is wrong with that. What is wrong? You can be proud to be Latina. You can be proud to be black. You can be proud to be Asian. And I'm going to submit to all of you. You can be proud to be white too. But most importantly, you should be proud to be an American citizen, home of the free land of the brave. And if we are going to let what's happening in our world, if you don't connect the dots, Soros being involved in these. And now George Floyd's family is somehow drafting a letter to the United Nations to help them defund and uh, demilitarize the police. Are you kidding me? You want to hand the U.S. over to the U.N. on a silver platter? I don't think so. And why in the world is is a family who nobody once was just a normal family Now they're contracting and drafting letters to the UN. You don't think that Soros and some of their higher individuals involved in any of this, you don't look at the bill HR1111 and read it's the peacemaking bill or the peacekeeping bill. It's been hidden for since 2019. They're not going to push it because they know it's not going to get traction, but they're doing things in this world too, so that it can get traction. Basically, it gives the rights of the United States citizens and the country of the United States hands it over to the UN. I don't want to be a part of that. I am proud to be an American. We are the last land of the free. And I don't understand people who just want to give that away. To all you shamers out there who are shaming people, to all you bullies out there who are bullying people, to all you people out there who don't know what the hell to believe anymore, do some damn research. Before you put a company on blast, why don't you see what they've actually done for their communities? Before you put a company on blast that you're never going to shop with them again and that you think everyone else should think the exact same way that you do, why don't you just, you don't support them. And if someone asks you, hey, man, what companies do you support and why? Feel free to start your little shaming then. But until then, you do you and let other people do them. And my biggest plea to everybody is just to ask, start asking questions. Why? Why, why, why? There's a lot of weird ass things happening. And I'm, I'm going to bet that from now until the election, there's going to be a lot of more weird things happening. And we need to wake up. We need to smell the damn coffee. We need to come together and realize we are all fighting against each other when we should be fighting with each other. We have a lot bigger fight right now than just race. We do. And if you don't see that, I I submit that you're part of the problem. I have 
friends, friends that are in the, in the, you know, police. I love you guys. I love my black friends. I love my Asian friends. I love my Filipino friends. I love my Thai friends. I love my native American friends. I love my white friends. You're a good human. Start recognizing good in other humans. Start being okay with having different opinions. Start being okay with being expressed differently. Start being okay with having different opinions, with maybe being offended and not having to start some sort of war with another human over it. The world needs more people standing up and kind of showing these facts because I think we are so blinded by social media, by what we see, by mainstream media, that we just were missing, we're missing so many little factors. And you got to ask yourself, why isn't it being shown? Why? Why isn't Soros being put on blast for what he has done? We spent the last four years trying to impeach Trump and find shit on Trump. It's been all over the media, right? That's literally all the Democrats have done is spend all our tax money on trying to get Trump out of office. And now the money's not working. So now they actually have to use us, use us, American citizens uh, to, to gain their political agenda. I'm not going to vote for these people. I'm not going to do it. You may not like Trump, but holy shit, if you're going to vote for those people who are literally not only using money, but they're using people to gain power, we got to think twice about who we are electing into office and your favorite inspo, fitspo, whatever the hell, who's going on saying we need to vote. The only way to instill change is vote. You're assuming that that means to get Trump out of office because of what you've been fed by the media and social media. Open up your eyes. That's all I ask of you. You don't have to believe the same things. You don't have to like Trump. You don't have to like anything, but open up your eyes, do some digging. And that doesn't mean digging on social media. It means researching what you're posting. Don't just post shit because the headline sounds cool. Don't just follow trend because you might lose followers. Don't just follow suit because you might be called a name. Do what's right. We need more people standing up for what is right. That is all I aim to do is standing up for what is right. And so guys, thank you for listening. I know this is different from a lot of the content I post, but I truly think that this is more important than anything. I feel like this is more important in helping our communities and helping our country than a workout or a nutrition podcast at this point would be. I truly do. And that's why I'm doing it. I am not trying to get political on you guys. I'm not trying to get weird with you guys. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I, there are, mark my words, there are things happening that so many people aren't aware of because it's not being shown in the media. Those are the things we need to research. Those are the things we need to know. Those are the things we need to unite as a country, come together and be strong, be united and get our country back because it is under attack, guys. It really is. And if you don't know where to start, please message me. I am happy to provide you with any resources that I have. Like anti-lazy part of me says, do your own. Find, there's, we have the internet at our fingertips, guys. You may have to do more than one or two Google searches. Twitter is awesome. There's a lot of hashtags that you can use to find a lot of shit on what's happening. You just have to do it. You have to, you have to do it. And to wrap that into fitness, guys, you know, if we're going to get anywhere, we have to do the work. If you want to lose weight, you have to do the work. If you want to become a millionaire, you have to do the work. If you want to own and start your own business, you have to do the work. If you want anything in life, you have to do the work. So if you want the truth, you have to do the work because you're not being fed it. It's not that easy. I pray for this country. I pray for everybody involved in all of these bad things in the world that holy shit, there's some scary bad things, guys. I pray that these Instagram influencers can actually learn that if they speak their mind in a valuable, empathetic, non-asshole way, that if a company wants to part with them, that that's for the best. If a company doesn't want to hire me because I'm proud to be an American, I don't want to be a part of that company. If a company is not going to hire me because I have values and morals and beliefs in this country, 
I don't want to be, I don't want to work with them. If a company doesn't want to hire me because I didn't post a black square or that I'm not the head of all the committees of the Black Lives Matter community because I think that Soros and people and in the in in people with money and power are behind it, and that's what I'm more worried about than actually doing some sort of post on social media. If I'm more concerned about the root of the problem than trying to put a band-aid on the problem, I don't want to work with that company. And you shouldn't either. I'm not gonna put that company on blast. I'm just be like, all right, this is not my opportunity. This isn't the company I want to work with. I think the influence need, need to, the whole influencer thing needs to wake up. And I appreciate all of you that send me messages that say that you're afraid to speak out and that you, thank you for using your platform. I will never stop using my platform for good, for right, for humanity, for Americans, for, for people who need hope and help. That is my whole mantra is I want to provide hope to people. I want to provide help to people. And sometimes that's done through fitness. And, and I hope we can get back to this world running in, in, in a, in a manner that allows us to have our freedoms and our livelihoods back. I want to get back to that spot. Trust me. I want to get back to, to that spot. And I'm still working with my clients. I am still a fitness coach. I am still a nutrition coach. That will always be my passion, but ultimately my passion is people. And I think more people are going to be hurt by their blindness than they are by their lack of a workout at this time. So, um, I'm not going away guys. I will always stand my stand up and, and speak my truth and, and the truth and try to provide facts. Most of what I provide on my social media is just information and it allows you to formulate your own opinion. It's information that's not being put out there because if you put it out there, you might be called a name. I will put it out there. I will take the stones and the rocks being thrown at me. If I can help our communities come together as one, I will do it. And I submit that you call out bullies in your community and shamers in your community and you stand your ground too. Because at the end of the day, we all want the same team, the same thing. And we are on the same team. There's gonna be assholes on the left and assholes on the right that don't want unity and they just wanna fight. Guys, whatever. There's always going to be bad people, but we all need to stand together. The ones that do actually want good and the ones that do actually want change. We're not going to get it when we're being controlled. We're just not. So I'll be surprised if this podcast doesn't get taken down. I think a lot of things are getting censored right now that aren't talking about, um, what they want us to be talking about. And, um, I don't know, guys, I just think that some of these things need to be said. And instead of doing a, what is it? 47 minutes. Whoa. Probably my longest podcast. Um, you know, of a story on Instagram that everyone's just going to switch through. It's a podcast. It's available to share. It's available to comment on. It's available to like. It's available to um, get you um, my information. If you want to chat, if you want to talk, I will have open discussions with anyone who wants to chat in a very respectful, normal, human, and humane matter. I will not talk to you if you're going to be calling names. So if you want to have a a, um, a thoughtful and a discussion that's going to move us forward or to a place of understanding, even if we don't agree, I am all for that 100%, but I am not going to handle or tolerate bullying. I'm not going to handle or tolerate people in comments, calling other people names. You will be deleted. You will be blocked. I am not for the cancel culture. If you don't agree with me, I will totally not block you. I'll be your friend. I'll look at your stories. I'll look at your viewpoint. Absolutely. But the second you start name calling, bullying, or shaming, bye. I don't have time for that. That is such crap behavior in my opinion. It's immature behavior. Um, it's just behavior that I don't have time for. So let's agree that we can all disagree and have um, conversations about that. So 
remember who team you're on. Like, if you feel like you have to choose guys, you can choose America and you can choose humanity. You don't need to choose one side or the other. It's this dichotomous thinking of, of, you know, if you're not for this, then you clearly are against that is silly. Stand by your convictions, look into your heart, look into the news that's not being shown and formulate your own opinions. Um, I hope that we can fix what's going on in our country. We're all so lost. We're all in such disarray. We're in turmoil. We're in hurt. We're in pain. We're frustrated. Uh, We feel like normal. We don't even know what normal is. We're being told one thing, but we see another. I pray for this this country every single day. And I pray for our unity. Um, I pray for our cops. I I pray for the protesters. I pray for... um, I pray for everybody, guys. And I hope that you can see in this podcast that... um, My heart is where it should be. And I hope yours is too. And if you see someone on the fence, either left or right, that's kind of teetering towards that, that side of kind of shaming, bullying, or just being a jerk that that you talk to them, you know, bring them off the fence. There's enough insane people out there. Like we need to band together. So if any of you that have listened to this, I appreciate you. Um, You know, God bless America. And just remember we are all on the same team. 